0: The Eddie B. sit edition and audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masikhet Sota has been dedicated by our good friends and Talmud, Mr. Haimi and Dina Dana, for the success of their children and especially the Fuashil Imam Moshe bin Dina. I will be able to get the name of the name of the and of the name of the name Esther, the name of the name of the name of the the Today's daf and And we are starting from the two dots on the bottom third of the Amud Yeshla Let's review what Amishnah said. said, we'll go a little quicker. Al said that what? That if the lady has a zikut a certain uh, uh, or mm-hmm. mitzvah of some sort, so the waters will be suspended. We had a three-way mahlukah in the Mishnah. One opinion said that the, uh, the waters are actually suspended for one year, right? zikhut tolela, we said for one year. Some say two years, and we had another opinion that actually said three years. So therefore, we have to see exactly who the author of our Mishnah is. Comes the Gemara begins. Many many times, the author of our Mishnah Lo Abayose Ben Hanan V'Lo Na Bin Alzab Ben Yitzhak Ishke Far Darom V'Lo Na Bishma. It's not one of the following three opinions. The Tanya Im Yesh Da Zechut If she has a Zechut of some sort, Tolda Na Okay, first opinion: the waters will be suspended for three months. Kede Hakara Taubar, the amount of time that it takes for the lady to show, which means when the child already is visible. Right, that's usually the third month. Devre that is the opinion of Devre Abba Yose ben Hanan. So again, he goes according to the opinion of Hakarat Olad. He bases on the pasuk that says, that if she will be clean, v'nizroa azara, it'll be for the amount of time that it takes the zera to be noticeable. in The event that she's clean, cause she has a zechut." How long is that zechu tolala? Ben zara, the amount of time that the zera takes to be seen, which normally is three months. That's when a lady starts to usually show. Rabbi Azab ben Nitzakish kefederom omer tet chodashim. No, the suspension is nine months. She emar ben she will be clean, meaning if she has a zechu, ben nizra azara. It says the word zara. With halan woman, we have another pasuk that says zera yaavdenu yisupal that the seed will, or the child will actually sing and speak. So the Gemara says, "Zera When is the child technically able to speak? When he comes out of the womb. So that's a nine months. So we make a Gezrashvah so zera, zera. So far we have a shita of three months. We have another shita of nine months. The Gemara continues. The Bishma says, "Shenem Asar Actually the suspension is 12 months. Even though there's not an explicit proof, but we have a zeker. Zeker means a, there's a remez to this. Now let's review the story. This is going back now to a story of Daniel Ish When he was talking to the king Nebuchadnezzar, after he had a dream, Daniel went and interpreted the dream. Part of the dream was that Nebuchadnezzar was going to become like a wild animal. And become actually the king of the jungle. He was going to use it. He was going to lose his human, humanity side of him and become uh, like an animal. What Daniel is going to tell the Buchen Dersan is that you're going to be able to suspend this judgment against you if you are kind to the poor people and you give tzedakah. And again, what I says. Lehon Malka or Malka which is he's telling the king Adoniyah Melech Malki Yishpar My king will do good to you meaning God will have mercy on you How? Ve'chata'ach Bistaka'afiruk which means by giving Sadaqah you will redeem your sin Ve'avayatach Bimihan Anayyan and your sin will be atoned or suspended, as we'll see, because you'll have mercy on the poor people. Okay, good, thank you. That's exactly what he told them. Excuse me? Hmm. So the G.B. says, By giving tzedakah and being good to the poor people, there's going to be a, uh, a delay. On your uh, uh, th- th- there's going to be delay, which is you're, you're going to have more peace. You'll have an elongated time of peace. The book of Desar. Uchtiv kolna meta an the book of Desar Malkatiyen the troubles came on the book Desar when Uchtiv nixat yarhin to the Asar after twelve months. So you see what. That the is tole, If a person has a zechut, it's twelve months. We haven't found an opinion yet of three years. So who's the opinion in the mishnah that says zechut is still out three years? We saw three months. We saw nine months. We even saw by Nebuchadnezzar that by him giving charity to the poor people, it suspended it for twelve months. Now I can tell you that it's a Ishmael, but what the said twelve months. No. We found another Pasuk that says, that a Kadosh Baruch, it says, has patience for three times. How do we know? <laughs> that God waited for the three sins of Edom before he punished them, which means God waits the measure of three times. So, what's the opinion of Rabbi Ishmael? One year. Three times, one year is three years. So, I can say the opinion of. The three years of the Mishnah is actually to be Because we see that God does wait a measure of three times. Comes the Gemara and says, Now why did you tell me that you have a remez that God waits one year? It's explicit. God told Nebuchadnezzar to Daniel, that if you give tzedakah, you'll have peace for a year. That's not a remez, that's, that's yeah. explicit. So the Gemara comes along and says, Dilma shani of de دَلُوْ مِفْكِدْ Which means, could be Goyim are different. Because maybe God is more tolerant before punishing the Goyim. And He does punishment for the Jews much quicker. And there's a logic to that. Could be God wants to punish the Jews in this world, to clean them up, so when they get to the next world, they're all done already. Mashiach the Goyim, God waits maybe a little longer time for the Goyim, in order to wait until their pile of sins are so high, so we can destroy them in totality. In any event, that's why it's only a them. Because maybe you can't bring a proof from the fact that God waited 12 months for Nebuchadnezzar, and then God waits three times that amount for Edom. Maybe the Guhim have a different uh, system. That's why the Gemara says, But we can say that that's the opinion really about Mishnah It's going live. Rabbi Yishmael comes to Gemara and says, Now, we said that she has a zikhot. Now we got to get into the nitty gritty. What zechut are we talking about over here? What mitzvah can a lady have that you're going to tell me it's going to indeed suspend the judgment? So comes again and says zechut demai. What zechut ilima zechut de Torah haena mitzvah veosahi, which means maybe you're tell me the zechut of her learning. A lady's not obligated to learn Torah. The pasuk says v'lemedetem otam et benekem. The says, there's no obligation to teach girls Torah. Therefore, her reward is not going to be that great." In order to suspend the uh, waters, so the Gemara says, "Ela zechut de mitzvah." I oh, must be talking about the zechut of the mitzvah that she did. Gemara says, "Zechut de mitzvah mi magnaku lehay." Does a mitzvah have the ability to protect from puranut from troubles? Which means no one argues a mitzvah is a great thing, but does a mitzvah have such a power to protect a person from from judgment or from from calamity and from, uh, from tragedy? we have a bright. I'm gonna read this bright together. <laughs> the mitzvah is compared to a candle and Torah is compared to a light like the sun the Torah compares the mitzvah to a candle and the Torah to the sun et mitzvah bener what's the analogy? no ma ner ena megina which means a candle only protects a person to give him light temporarily correct which means when he's on the road he needs to find his way so he has a temporary candle which means a mitzvah is limited it's like a ner it only protects a person from small uh, things they they cannot protect them really from a big major calamity just like the sun is able to protect the person in totally which is from all the different dangers of the road so too, the Torah is able to protect the person, not only uh, it's able to protect them from troubles, but it's also able to protect them from sin. Like the Gemara is going to say that the Torah is able to protect the person even from the Yessarala. And the Pasuk says, And the Gemara is doresh, When you'll walk with the Torah, it'll, it'll walk with you. And the Torah will protect the person and give him minuha in this world from <coughs> all his troubles. Bishokbecha teshmor alecha. When the person lies down, the Torah will protect him. Zumita. And the Torah will save him from all the troubles of death. From the tsarot that happened at the time of death. Bakitsota. When he gets up, he la'atid That means, when after he dies, and now the Torah is going to protect them from the Yisunim of Gehinnam. The guy was walking in the middle of the night, pitch black, dark, he was scared from three things. That's from like the uh, potholes in the road, you can't see them. That's like the um, different thorns and thistles that are on the road. And he was also scared from the wild animals and the robbers. He doesn't know. He doesn't know the road. He doesn't know which which road to take. Let's say he gets a torch. He's safe from two out of the three. He's safe from the thorns and he's safe also from the bottles. However, so, 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 so too when a person fulfills mitzvot, He's saved from some things. Which we cannot say him. it's not the same from anything. It does save him, but not from everything. But he's still scared from the wild animals at night, and from the robbers. And he still doesn't know which road he's on. But once the sun comes up, So already he's saved from, from everything. He's saved from the wild animals. And the sun is referring to Torah. Which is once the sun comes up, the person is saved from everything. From Pur'anut and from the Yetzirah as well. However, But he's still lost. Even though the sun comes up, he's still lost his road. When he gets to the crossroads, Then he's saved from all the issues. Similarly, a person in this world, when he learns Torah and keeps mitzvot, but we don't know if he's going to make it to the end of his life. However, maybe the Torah is going to get him at the end. Maybe he's going to lose his road. However, when he gets to the day of death, and he's still studying Torah, and he's still learning, and he has the Zichut of the Torah, then we know he made it. He made it to his destination. But what do you see from over here? We stop for a moment. Mitzvot are very powerful, but they're not as powerful as Torah. And therefore, how did you tell me that the Zichut of the Mitzvah is going to protect her? It seems that the Zichut of the Mitzvah is not so strong to protect from... The troubles, like Torah is, and when it comes to Torah, ladies lady is not commanded. Kabra continues. We can understand another interpretation of what does it mean, which means when a person commits a sin, it's able to extinguish the mitzvah. What does it mean to extinguish the mitzvah? That a person will lose the protective uh, benefit of a mitzvah. Normally, maybe I can tell you the what a mitzvah protects... Once a person commits an aveira, the avirah extinguishes, and therefore you're not going to get reward for the mitzvah. Just like it's possible to extinguish a candle. Kinear mitzvah. Just like you can extinguish a candle, a mitzvah also can be extinguished. However, you can't extinguish the sun, so too you cannot extinguish Torah. Even an avera Cannot extinguish the protection of the mitzvah. Shne'imar. Ma'im Rabbim. Lo yochenu It itha'ahaba. Ma'im Rabbim is referring to a lot of Averot. Ma'im <in> Rabbim. Ahaba is referring to <coughs> Torah. right? And what is it saying over here? That the Averot will not be able to extinguish the power of Torah. But what do you see over here? You see bottom line from this B'raitha, that as great as mitzvot are... They do not have the ability to protect the person from Puranut. So, therefore, which zechut does this lady have that she's going to be protected from the uh, waters? What's the zechut? <laughs> so, comes again and says, Amar Ab Yosef. Ab Yosef gives a rule. Now, understand Ab Yosef clearly. He says, really, it's the mitzvah that the lady does. And he explains, Um mitzvah bi ibnat At the time that a person does a mitzvah, Magna umatsla. Listen to this. Get these words good. Magna, it'll save him from pur anut from trouble. Umatsla, it'll save him from the yitzharah from sin. At the time a person is involved in the mitzvah, it's magna umatsla. Again, it protects him from pur anut and it saves him from the yitzharah. Beinad de lo asikba. But Rabbi Yosef says, at the time that a person finishes the mitzvah magna It can still protect them, but it's not going to save him from the yetsaralah. Which means, really, a mitzvah can protect a person in this world, according to Rabbi Yosef, even after he finished the mitzvah, even after it was over. Which means, and that which the Gemara said above, that a mitzvah doesn't have the ability to protect it men; it doesn't have the ability to protect from sin which is a mitzvah after the mitzvah is done it cannot protect from sin but it can protect from Pur'anut so again let's get clarity according to Yosef what's the zechut of the sotah Zechut of the mitzvah oh but I thought you said that the zechut of the mitzvah does not protect no after the mitzvah is over it does not protect from the Yitzhara but it can still protect the person from troubles that will come however Torah Torah is different Ben <laughs> Ben Magna the Torah protects a person, whether at the time that he's learning or even when he finishes. And what does it protect him from? From everything, from sin, and then it protects the person as well from. So therefore, Torah is on a higher level. But again, according to Rabbi Yosef, we've answered our question that indeed a mitzvah can protect the person. Comes again with this Matkif LaRaba la Me'ata. Oh, you're coming to tell me whether the Zechut of the Torah protects a person even after he finishes learning? Then what do you mean? Doeg ba'a'i tofil. Doeg with a sha'im. The Gemara says, in Seladín, they both lost their halak. They're ulam <laughs> abba. Milo askeba Torah. Didn't they study Torah? The Gemara says they studied a lot of Torah. Amay lohegina alayu. How come the Torah did not protect them from the yitzel You just told me the Torah protects a person whether he's learning, whether he's not learning, even if he finishes. So how come it didn't protect the doeg an So you know what Nabah says? Nabah has a whole different understanding how Torah and mitzvot work. At the time that a person is studying Torah, it saves a person from troubles, and it also protects a person from the Yetzer But after a person closes the book and he's not learning, it'll protect him from troubles. But it's not going to save him from the Yetzer Allah. And that's what I'm doing in the when they closed <coughs> the book, they were again vulnerable to the Yetzer Mitzvah. And Rav has a different interpretation of Mitzvot work. Mitzvot, ben ben Ba. Whether you're fulfilling the Mitzvah, or even if you finished it. Agunem Magna, at Lo-Matzla. A Mitzvah will always protect you according to Ravah. But it'll never save you from the Yetzer Which is according to Ravah, mitzvot cannot protect from the Yetzirah. Only Torah is able to protect from the Yetzirah and only when you are learning the Torah. Whereas according to of Yosef, he says, no, mitzvot are even able to protect the person from the Yetzirah, when you're fulfilling the mitzvah. And Torah can protect the person from the Yetzirah according to Rabbi Yosef, even after he finishes learning. So we have a great mahluk of Yosef and Ravah, exactly on the mechanics how Torah and Mitzvah work. But we have answered our question. Our question was, what zechut does the Sotah have? Zechut of the Mitzvah. It might not protect the person from Yetzirah after the Mitzvah is over, but all agree it can protect the person from the Pur'anut. Agunem Magnat. The whatever Mitzvah that is, can suspend the waters for however long of time comes the Gemara and says a different answer. Ravina amar le'olam zikhu Torah. I'll tell you, it's the Torah is going to protect her. What do you mean? Udika you just told me earlier, ena mitzuvah osa, she's not commanded. So if she's not commanded, how much reward can she get? It's not such a big zechut for her. How does it protect her? De'i de'pakudeh lo Yeah, You're right, she's not commanded. However, be'agra um metanyan benayu. In the zechut, that she troubles herself in order to bring her children to the Yeshiva to read Mikrah and to study Mishnah and they wait for their husbands patiently and hold till they come home from the Yeshiva. So therefore Adum till they come home from the lo Lopal don't they split the reward? Didn't we learn that they split the reward? So therefore, you're right, Zichut Torah, not her Torah. The Torah of her children, and the Torah of her husband, where she's a 50% partner, that is able to serve her, and save her from the sota waters. At least save her temporarily, where there will be a suspension. Gemara <laughs> continues. We brought a Mashal above the mashal above was a guy's walking in the middle of the night. It's pitch black. He can't see anything. He has a torch in his hand. We said, "Well, the torch doesn't help him that much. It's only saving from the potholes, right, and from the thorns and the thistles, and things like that." <clears throat> once the morning comes, that's the Torah. The Torah protects a person from everything. And then once he gets to the crossroads, mitzvah mekulam. So we want to know what is this crossroads that we're talking about in the mashal? The Torah says, "My parashat de'achim." The crossroads is the day of death, which is actually the crossroads between this world and the next world. And the Gebaraz is coming to say that when a person leaves this world and he's a Tamid Hacham, which means he fought the battle and he won the battle, he got to the end of his life and he's still studying Torah. So when he got to the court, so then you know he's saved from everything. That's it, there's no more yet in the grave. And therefore, it is the parashat del now he knows he's not going to be uh, uh, tempted anymore. This is talking about a scholar that also has with himself you know, fear of sin. You see, sometimes wisdom is not enough. Wisdom can only tell a person what's permissible, what's forbidden. But if he has no fear of sin... So therefore, he can know what's permissible, what's forbidden, and still transgress. So therefore, he says, "Who's safe? Who reaches the crossroads and does not to worry? You need two things. You need to know right and wrong. And once you know right and wrong, you have to have fear of sin in order to be scared to do the avod. That person is totally safe. Last opinion, Moritzutra Amar Zed Tamid Hakam Alibad This is talking about a student that finally his words are accepted according to the halakha, which means a person can study all his life, but he doesn't come up with the right answers. Anytime he says halakha, his friends challenge him, and they override him. When he reaches parashat rachim that means a student that studies enough Torah, where already all his halakhot are going to be so clear, they're going to be accepted by the people. That's already he knows he has reached the uh, parashat rachim he is, uh, you know, surely saved comes the Gemara says, we have another interpretation, when it says, and Averah is able to extinguish the reward of a mitzvah, the protection factor, just like you can extinguish a candle, but an Averah cannot extinguish the power of Torah. I'm out of Yosef. Dar Rabbi Menachem Bar Yoseh Le says in Pasuk, Ki Sinai. He explained the following Pasuk as clear like Moshe Rabbeinu was doresh the Pesukim on Har Sinai. Whenever a rabbi would give a clear Derasha, they would say, he explained it Ki Sinai, like Sinai, like the clarity of Moshe Rabbeinu at Har Sinai. And what did he say? And darshua doeg and if doeg would have known this Derasha, لَوْ رَدْفُوْ Batar, David. They wouldn't have chased David. You see, David and Ahitofa, I'll tell you outside for a minute. Their undoing was because they went against David and Melech. And as a result of it, they got punished. Now, what was their rationale? How could they go against David and Melech They felt that God was not with David anymore. Because they knew David committed a situation where the Gemara says is really not a sin, but on David and Melech's level it was considered adultery. he we went with Bathsheba. So they said, "Ah, oh, he went with Bathsheba, he committed an Averah, and therefore the Averah is going to negate all his mitzvot, and therefore he's vulnerable, God is not with him. And they said like this, Diktiv lemor." they said, Elohim azavu. they said, God has left David, and God is not going to protect him. Why? What was the dirashah? Ve lo yira'e that's says you cannot get involved in immorality. Because if you do, what does the Torah say? God says he's going to leave you. They said that. We got involved in the sin. God is not with them. We can take him down. <laughs> what they didn't know was, That you're right. And Avera may be be able to extinguish the protective force of a, of a mitzvah, but it's not able to extinguish the protective force of Torah. And David HaMelech Ala, had the zechut of Torah as well. And they, they didn't know this rule of Averam Mechabam mitzvah in Averam Mechabam Torah. If they would have known this, they might not have chased David HaMelech and fought against them. Comes the Gemara and says, My Boz Yabuzulo. The pasuk says like this, the person gives all his money to somebody that studies Torah, that studies the Torah, he's willing to support him. He gives all his money to support a rabbi to study the Torah, a young scholar. You know what the Pasuk says about him? He is humiliated, he is shamed, he is worthless. Why? Oh, isn't it a good thing? A person wants to support somebody to study. So the Gabana says, the These are two good examples. There was a rabbi called Azariah. He had a brother. His brother was Shimon. Shimon was a wealthy man. He used to support his brother to study Torah. And the Gemara said this was a beautiful situation because the Gemara gives so much credit to the supporter that it actually refers to Azariah as Shimon Ahi Azariah. Shimon, the brother of Azariah. The Gemara gives credit in the second Zevareim to Shimon. That's a good relationship, or the relationship between the Ben Yohanan and the Ben Issi'ah. The was supported by the House of the Exarch, the House of the President, which is also they supported him to study Torah. So, what's the case of a person that supports Torah, where the Gemara says Boz Buzudo? Gemara says Ela Kehilel veShavna, like the story of the two brothers Hillel and Shavna. Dehi mi MiAmad. Hillel and Shavna were actually brothers. Hillel Asakba Torah. Hillel studied Torah. Shavna avad iska. And Shavna made panasa, made a living. Now we know that Hillel studied Torah in dire poverty. He didn't have anything. He didn't even have enough money to enter the Beit Midrash. The Gemara says he climbed up the skylight and he lied himself flat on a wintry day and almost froze to death. In those difficult days, his brother Shavna did not offer to support him. Comes and says, "Hillel asak, Shavna eska l'sof." After Hillel became accomplished and a celebrated scholar, Amar lei. so Shavna tells Hillel, Tan na'arov. let's make a partnership. You learn, and I'll get half your learning. Gemara, and I'll pay you. we and we'll split." Yatstab the Amra heavenly voice came out and said, Ya you too late Now after he's a Tamir Akam, now you want to get half of the action? Where were you when uh, he was uh, suffering? And therefore, sometimes when a person comes to support Torah, if he's too late in the game, then his already a support, will not be accepted. comes to Gemara continues, Omer bin Azai, Ben Azai taught, Hayab Adam, We learned in the Mishnah, He held that you have to teach your daughters Torah so they'll know exactly all the intricacies of the laws of Sotar. Ezzel says, No, sir. By teaching the girls Torah, it says teaching them immorality. Kemarah says, Which means, I can just say that. How can the Torah be called by teaching immorality? What does that mean over there? It's as if you are teaching a tiflud. Why? Because the Torah, specifically Torah Sheva the oral tradition, the Gemara, gives a person a certain sharpness, gives a person a certain cunningness. And we're concerned that if a lady is going to study Torah, she's going to use that sharpness of the Talmud in order to find uh, different ways to commit chas immorality and adultery, which means we don't want to make her too smart. This smartness over here is going to give her wisdom and she's going to use it for the wrong things. A man, however, when he studies Torah, he'll use the wisdom to fight the shahim, maybe, to fight evil. But a lady, she's going to use it for the wrong things, therefore the media says, don't teach it, because she's going to abuse the wisdom and use it for the wrong things. Ama be the What's the reason that the Li'A'ezer says that if a person teaches his daughter's Torah, instead of teaching them tefnut, tekhtiv, Ani chokmah shakhanti Orma. So you see over here the chokmah is the Torah, and it says in the pasuk, Ani chokmah, kevan be'adam. When a person gets chokhmah of Torah, nekhnesa immo... Armumit comes in the person also trickery. And therefore, the lady is going to use it in order to sneak in the husband Shalom to do Haznut in privacy when everybody's seeing. So, therefore, it's not a good thing. Which means, according to Ben Azai, Ben Azai says in the contrary, you have to teach your children Torah. What does he do with this Pasuk? which means a person has to make himself not sharp in this word means naked he has to be willing to divest himself from all physical from all materialistic things if a person wants to succeed in the Torah he has to be arum he has to stand practically naked meaning from any physical uh, benefits Imar. Ani Khokhmah, you want Khokhmah? Shakanti Ormah, I only rest in somebody that is um, totally uh uh divested from any uh, physical pleasures. Times the Gamarot says Amarabyuchana and uh En Devre Tura Mit Kaimin Ela Bemishim At smoke. Devre Torah can only rest in a person on a person that thinks he's a nothing. That person that does not have an ego. Where will chokmah rest? It only rests in a person that says he's an ayin. He's a nothing. She's a person who has to be totally effaced. A person who has to be totally humble. It's found in the people that consider themselves like ayin. Now it's worthy just to go for a moment to discuss this subject of teaching girls Torah. Where the Gemara is now telling us we have a mahluket between Ben-Azai and the Bidi Aizir, yeah. Are we allowed to teach the children Torah or not? The we has a question. We know that there was a mitzvah that was done every seven years. It was called the mitzvah Ab-Hakel. Where all the Jewish people would come and converge to Jerusalem. And they would have shi'onim. The Gemara says that the men would come to learn and the ladies would come to Listen. That means they can't to listen to the Torah. you just said you can't teach them Torah. So to it's a way. Everybody agrees that the laws that they need to know for themselves, you're obligated to teach them. Every lady has to learn Il-Khot Shabbat. Every lady has to learn il Tarat Amishmaha. Every lady has to learn Il-Khot Chala. All the ladies have to know all the laws that are pertinent to them. And that's what they taught them in Hakim. So we're not talking about that when it says that you can't teach your, your daughter's Torah. On the contrary, halachot that is necessary for them, it is mandatory for them to learn. So now what are we talking about? So let's read the um, the Lambam on this halachah. Isha, she lamda Torah yesh la'schah, aval noh kishchah ra'ish. She gets me word, but not uh, as the man. Mepere she ena mitzuvah ve'osah, because she's really not commanded. V'hafapish yesh la'schah, Hazal They cannot understand it the right way. They're going to use the Torah for the wrong things they Torah when is this said? B'torah she ba'al peh. Suit of teaching girls Torah is specifically to the Talmud. About B'torah she bechdav. When it comes to the Tanach, lo yilmad otalech et ha'ida. You're not obligated to, to teach her that either. The imelam medah, but if you teach it, it's okay. Ena kibelam medah teflud, which means. Uh, that which they said also that you can't teach the girls Torah, the Taz explains over here, that's only talking about when you're teaching it, you know, bi'ayun uh, and stuff like that, but you want to teach the girls Tanakh, just you know, on a basic understanding of course, that would be permissible, and that is the Minhag that they do today, that they do teach the ladies Tanakh, as well as the Sif and the Hasidim rites, you have to teach them Peskeha also you have to teach them, like we said, the laws of Shabbat and things like that, Also the She'elot Igrot Moshe writes that the girls that are studying in the Bet Yaakov they should not teach them Mishnayot because Mishnayot is considered Torah Shebaal however they should be taught Pirke'avot because those types of Mishnayot are more (coughs) ethical and moral (coughs) lessons and Musa and things like that so that would be permissible uh, as well uh... the Hafiz Haim has a famous discussion on this subject, teaching girls Torah, where it seems in the olden days they didn't even teach them Torah shebiktab. It seems ladies were not learning Torah at all. So the Hafiz Haim writes, This only applied in the olden generations. The kids would live at home. So by living at home, you'd have your tradition in, in order. They would learn the tradition from their parents. The Mesorah was very strong. The heritage that the kids would inherit from their parents was very strong. They would follow their custom of their parents. Which is, they used to get it in the house. All the education, just by living in a, a proper Jewish home. That we're getting the proper education. with the If you can rely on the house, the tradition of the parents became weakened. And therefore, what's the child going to learn in the house? She's not going to get the full uh, measure of what our tradition is all about. A lot of times the children move away. They get a little older maybe, they go out of town especially today where we have the battle of secular education where we're battling a foreign culture today it's incumbent you must teach the girls the prophets in order they should have the proper uh, tradition and they should not sway from the past of Abotero, So, therefore, you see over here. You see over here. While teaching Gemara has not changed, ladies cannot study Gemara. They shouldn't. They shouldn't be taught it as well, right? They only taught uh, the Tanakh and things like that. However, Chafetz Scrimpy is saying it's needed that girls go and have a proper Torah. Education, uh, the Sefarim say over here as well, that even the Hafez say that was Matirim, it was only Torah Shebekhtav, but not Torah Shebaal Peh, as well as not the philosophy and things like that. Good. And that's exactly what we're relying today on the Bet Yaakov concept of education of the uh, of the children, but still... Uh, one would have to search for a heter, not to teach their children, uh, the girls, uh, Talmud and uh, Mishnah. We have to trust the Hachamim that when they say that these things are not productive, that we have to accept their tradition. Let's go one more line in the Gemara. The Gemara says, Rabbi Yoshua Omer, Rotsa Isha, a lady with rather a kav, which is a small amount of money, vitifnut. but, to have her husband's uh, companionship. So the Gemara says what does this mean? Haki ka'amar. Rotsa isha which we'd like me explained it. A lady with rather little mizonot, however, with her husband close to her all the time, Kabin from having a lot of panasa but her husband being away from her. The reason why the Mishnah quoted this was to explain why the rabbi said that she shouldn't teach a girl Torah. Because she wants to be with a man. She wants to flute. She even wants to flute so much that she's willing to give up the <laughs> parnassah. So they be careful. If you're going to teach her Torah Shema what's going to happen? She's going to use the cunningness of the Torah Shema to find the to to get involved in the trouble. And she wants it. What's the proof? She's even willing to give up. In order to get involved. So that's with the Gemara comes along and says, Who are you, Hasid Shoteh. We said there are certain personalities that destroy the world. One of these personalities that is a destroyer of the world is a Hasid. He makes himself like he's a Hasid, but he's a fool. What's the case of a Hasid Shoteh? The Gemara says, Hasid de kataba there's a lady that's drowning in the river. He says, I can't save her. It's not, I'm not allowed to look at woman. That's a fool. The guy's making himself like he's a big hasid. Somebody's dying over here. He says, no, 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 I can't look at woman. Therefore, he watches a lady <laughs> drown. And therefore, the guy acts like he's a hasidu, but really is a, not a Hasid. He's a hasid. We're talking over there's nobody else to save her. If there's a female lifeguard or somebody else over there that can save the person without delay, of course he should not uh, get involved over here because of course he should protect himself from the sinirut. <coughs> but of course if he's the only one there. <coughs> Actually, I'd like to explain this to you clearer. If there's other people around that are able to save her, <coughs> but he could save her with better odds, he's, a, he's more experienced. The lifeguard. But he says, you know what? It's not sini'ut for me. You're a Hasid Shoteh. You're a fool. But if there's nobody there and he lets the lady drown, that's not a Hasid Shoteh. That's not a Shah. That the guy's just an evil man. That's not a that's not a fool. There's a there's a worse level. Which means if he just lets somebody that's less experienced take care of it, he's a fool. But if he lets her die, then already guys are uh, outright uh, rasha. Of course, because anifus overrides all the mitzvot. Now the Gemara says another guy that's a destroyer of the world is a rasha arum, a cunning rasha, rasha <laughs> arum. What's the case of a cunning rasha? Amar kodem baal vero. What he does is. He walks with the judge and he tells the judge his case before the other litigant is in front of the judge. And that's forbidden. Because once the judge hears one side without hearing the other, he's tainted. It's very hard to get rid of first impressions. The Torah clearly says, <laughs> You're not allowed to corrupt the judge by giving him information when the other litigant is not in front. And if, Who he does it without the judge knowing. He just walks with him. And he tells him a story and so on. He plays with the judge's mind and programs the information. So when he's going to come to court, already the judge is blinded by his side. That's considered a rasha' that is arum. He is indeed tricky. Last case. Rabbi Omer, you know we're talking about a rasha' arum? Ze an dinar le'ani le'ashlim we have a law like this. If an Ali has less than 200 zoos, he qualifies for welfare. He can get all the entitlements in the field, and you can give him tzedakah. Once he gets 200 zoos, that's it. He's not considered a poor man, and give him charity. So what does a guy do? He sees a guy has 199. 199, he qualifies for as much charity as he wants. He goes, he gives him one zoos. Now... He has two hundred. Now he can't collect anything. So the guys that are Shah Arum, because now he's stopping the poor man from now being able to collect. So the Gemara says, "Ditnan ani." Cannot take the entitlements of the field, nor can he take the Ma'asir ani, the tenth, the ten percent that's given to the ani, the third and the sixty of the shemitah. Hayalo matayim Hasir dinar. But if he has two hundred minus one dinar. Afidu You can give him even a thousand zoos in one shot, right? Afidu no kahad. That is a yitol. You can take it. So the rasha arum sees a guy coming to collect sedaka. What does he do? He gives him one coin. One coin finished. He's thrown off the line now because he cannot now accept sedaka. That is indeed a e rasha arum. Okay, we'll stop over here and we'll continue this.